Help support our coverage using Blueberry, the community that gives creators the ability to make money, get detailed audience measurements, and host their audio and video. Get 30 days to try out the service using promo code BLUEBERRY004. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y-004. Well, we have our next guest here. Hello. Hi, Scott. How are you doing today? Very good, very good. Without chat lag today. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> Coming from Switzerland. Yeah. There's going to be a lot more jet lag for you than those of us from the East Coast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead and introduce yourself for me and let me know what we've got here. Okay, my name is Martin Rebeck. I'm the CEO and founder of Grivix. I'm an electrical engineer and I have 14 years of automotive experience in the electric mobility business. Okay. So what we have here, um, we are tackling a problem of heavy-duty vehicles. So think about big caterpillars in mines or big vehicles in ports or even uh, long-haul class 8 uh, transportation. They are not electrified yet. Okay. And even if you electrify them with the current infrastructure, it takes forever, forever to charge them. But you cannot charge them forever. In a mine, you have a 24-7 operation. In port, you have a 24-7 operation. Yeah. So you need to charge them in minutes. And that's where we come in. Okay. That's a very, very teeny version. Usually, it's like eight feet high. And we can charge. I was going to say, I would imagine this is yeah, not I mean, to scale. <laughs> if you would charge through this connector through eight megawatt, then uh, we would beat physics. But we... Uh, we <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, the, the technology here is we, we can charge up to 6 megawatt. That's double the speed of filling in gasoline into your vehicle. That's more than 10 times faster than Tesla supercharger. And we are doing that fully automatically. So okay. we are guiding the vehicle to get to the right spot with a precision of 15 centimeters based on ultra-wideband. Once it's, when it is there and disable the drivetrain, the camera recognizes the connector and fully automatically plugs in it can charge up to 4,000 amps. And that's enough for to charge even the big 250 tons caterpillars in a few minutes, and off you go. Okay. All right. I'm going to start with how are we charging that fast without destroying the actual battery? Yeah, that's a very good question. But there are different batteries on the market. Okay. And what we are talking about here... Um, for the six minutes charge that there are lithium titanate batteries. They're super expensive, but they can be charged in at 10C. So, okay. I mean, then you can charge a battery really in very short time. If you're talking about lithium, regular lithium batteries, kind of the maximum is 3C charging. That means 20 minutes, this usual 20 to 80% uh, charging. Mm -hmm. um, but then you need, of course, a sophisticated cooling system. Right. Okay, so it's a battery whose chemical compound is capable of, of doing this. Of course, but, but if you expensive. are a mine operator, you want to have 24-7 operations, right. you don't care about the battery price so much. That's exactly what I was, was thinking. The, the price versus the downtime yeah. is absolutely worth it at that point. Yeah. Okay, so it's a, it's a specialty chemical compound for this purpose or that's capable of this purpose. Yes, so that's that, capable. We are not yeah. providing batteries. Right, we just right. know these batteries exist. They, and they we exist, provide. they work. Yes. Okay. So then with the, the autonomous aspect of it, yeah. how does that work? So we have two modules here. And okay. Uh, the, by the way, that's an IEC standard we are working on. And it's based on ultra-wideband. 
So you have a huge frequency of uh, bandwidth mm -hmm. because it's a very wide frequency, something like Bluetooth at 2.4 gigahertz. It's a wide frequency. You can eliminate with algorithm all the reflection. And we can calculate with the other antenna in the vehicle the precision, the position at 15 centimeters, which is good enough to guide the vehicle to the right spot. If it's autonomous, fine. If there's a driver, we have a full integration, Chain 1939, with the display, so he can read it from the HMI. Okay. Very cool. So where are we in the process for this? Uh, obviously, this little guy here is not indicative of the, of the development process. Um, are you out in the wild? Are you in test phase? Where are we? we are rolling out POX this year. So we have the first ones to roll out now in the next few months. Okay. So we are talking till summer. The first two uh, will be rolled out and we will have several more uh, till the end of this year. So you will see this charging station in the field. But they will be deployed mostly in areas with fences like mines and ports. Okay. It will take a little more to, uh, till we see them in the streets, just regarding regulatory reasons. You cannot just put them anywhere if it's fully automatic. Fair enough. So, so you're doing a couple of proof of concepts. Yes. Um, and then what kind of timeline are you hoping for to be able to put them into more uh, customers' hands? What do you mean, like on the highway or you mean on ports? And yeah, more no. in... in Controlled environments? No, uh, definitely uh, really ramping up production this year. Okay. So by, by the end of the year yes, or the middle yes. of... Yes, we have production facilities. We can ramp up, yeah. Okay. Very cool. And so obviously your target demo is not um, me, <laughs> right? Today. No. It's not me. Uh, who is your target demographic for this? Oh, uh, that's port operators. Uh, or mine operators like PHP or Rio Tinto. Okay. So so the actual port operators. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So it's right now your goal is in a very specialty yeah. market to prove the concept out. Exactly. And then figure out how to go from there. And then from this on, roll out on the highway okay. all around the world, of course, yeah. Very cool. So... Um, some of my normal questions simply don't apply because <laughs> obviously availability and price, price is not a... <laughs> it's high. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a very specialty thing. So if, if somebody wanted more information, if they wanted to maybe participate in your early proof of concepts, yep. how might they be able to do that? Ideally, just reach out at contact.grivix.com. Okay. And we will reply in a few days. And so, do, th do we have to have specialty machinery for this? Are we retrofitting existing machinery? How does that work? I mean, both is possible. We have okay. the uh, things, the technology on the vehicle side that we can provide to make a POC. The vehicle, of course, needs to be electrified. We cannot charge uh, electrically a combustion engine. Okay. That's obvious. Um, but we can Fair deliver the, the full package. And also, the cooled cable technology, the connected technology, that's all fully integrated. It's not a robot holding a cable. No, we have our own technology. We've developed the connector. It's an MCS, that's a standard for heavy-duty vehicles. And we have our own technology that we are using. Okay. So there's no other company that charges right now at 4,000 amps. 
I mean, it's a lot of power. Yeah, <laughs> somebody can challenge us, but I think we are the market leader there. Okay. So if we have electric machinery, we can retrofit it into this. Yes. You could also theoretically work with manufacturers yeah. going forward to integrate this indirectly. Yeah. Okay, understood. So somebody with electric machinery that wanted to test this could come to you contact you and say, hey, we want to be part of this. This sounds yes. like an incredible advancement. Nearly no downtime on the machinery. Yeah. Okay. That's that's really cool. Yeah, and we are also looking right now for partnership with companies that are providing autonomous, uh, autonomous functionality. Okay. If they want to integrate their technology with our technology, that's more than welcome. Is that one of your uh, goals here at CES? Yes, exactly. Is that your main goal? That's our main goal because our customers are pretty clear. We know them, but we are looking for more partner to have an even better product. Gotcha. Because it's a, again, it's a pretty specialty yes. environment that you're going into. You probably know all the players yeah. ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what kind of uh, autonomous integrations are you hoping for? I mean, it's like Mobileye or any of these companies that are providing uh, part of the technology that is going to be used by OEMs. Okay. So that we can make a full package from the beginning. Gotcha. So if you were to do a retrofit, it could be a bigger thing. If you're doing a new build, it could be it could be offered as a bigger yep. solution than yep. just just this narrow thing. We can also offer this and this and this. Yeah. Okay. Understood. That's that's really cool. How did you get here? <laughs> Why is this the problem that you decided you wanted to help solve? This technology? Yeah. Um, I have quite some background. I mean, I'm in the electric mobility business for 14 years. And just think back then, that was Stone Age. There was no Tesla. There was. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm working for 14 years in this business, okay. seeing what, uh, what is needed. And uh, we are at that point. Um, personal cars, passenger cars, that, that issue is tackled. There are enough suppliers. But now we need to go to heavy-duty transportation. We need to uh, tackle this problem, okay. uh, how we electrify them. And that was, my, uh, that was my original idea. And with my 14 years of business experience in the electric mobility, I, of course, also knew um, who, whom to approach and how to handle it. And maybe I was also responsible at Huber and Sooner for the cool cable, which you most probably find at the charging station at Electrify America, or in, in Europe is Ionity. Right. You most probably already had one of my products in your hand, and this is just the next generation. Okay. Automatically, autonomous, and faster. That's, that's really cool. I, I really appreciate you coming and talking about this and having a, a small-scale <laughs> version of it to show off because it really does help <laughs> understand what it is we're talking about. Um, if, if people want more information or to follow your journey, how can they do that? Uh, they can uh, look on our, our website, gravix.com, G-R-I-V-I-X.com, or reach out at contact at gravix.com, or through LinkedIn, of course, if you know my name. And Scott, I have a little present for you. Ooh. That's a keychain with the MCS connector, which is going to be used <laughs> on all the heavy-duty vehicles. <laughs> I hope you have a key left uh, to attach it. Yes. I'd... No, not on me. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Oh, no, I do. It's in this pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't open it. Oh, I can open this, though. There we go. Ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it on. 
Yeah, now you just need to call for to to, to electrify the, the that vehicle. There or is you it go. already electric? No, nah. not this one. Yeah, I know. Very cool. Well, thank, thank you. you so much for coming and talking to me today. It was a pleasure. Hopefully, you'll have a good rest of the show. Yeah. The Tech Podcast Network CES 2024 coverage is executive produced by Michelle Mendez. Technical directors are Kurt Corliss and Adam Barker. Associate producers are Nancy Ertz, Clinton Millsap, Sergio Velasquez, and Terry Willingham. Voiceover by Aaron Hurst. Our hosts are Marlo Anderson, Don Bain, Todd Cochran, Scott Ertz, and Christopher Jordan. Studio and equipment are provided by Plunkett's Productions. This has been a Tech Podcast Network broadcast, copyright 2024.